Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Our number two of betting across America on an action-packed sports betting-filled weekend as we welcome you back across America. We have Scott Seidenberg with us from the East Coast. Follow him at Scott's On Air. I'm Ben Wilson back with you from our South Point Sportsbook Studios. Jason Kahn, a producer, doing an outstanding job here from our home base in Las Vegas. Uh, the early big story today, though, Scott, outside of you just continuing to crush your uh, MLB bets, outside of that, the big story today, I said it in jest. I'll be honest. I didn't really mean it. But... The Mitch Trubisky revenge game, 21-0. Uh, I mentioned going into our last break, they were challenging a run short of the goal line. That uh, They did not win the challenge, but on the next play, Reggie Gilliam runs it in from a yard out. And how about all these just rando tight ends on the Bills? We, we mentioned earlier uh, Jake Kumaro uh, getting in the mix for the, for the Bills. Jacob Hollister catches the two-point conversion pass for Mitch Trubisky. It is 21-0 Buffalo, a beatdown so far in Chicago. They are 15-and-a-half now. Uh, live favorites, the Buffalo Bills. Are we still not seeing anything of Justin Fields yet? Only uh, three series so far for Andy Dalton, two three and outs, and uh, and a fumble from uh, from his running back Damian Williams. So not the start those Bears backers were looking for. And uh, yeah, don't don't let the overreaction sink in yet. But a lot of football to be played. I don't know if if you're if you if you had held out this long, Scott. I mean, the, the, everything we talked about still applies. 16, 15 and a half, 16 and a half, 46 and a half, your total. That's, that's what you're looking at, though, at the moment, if you want to get involved. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, but I think we're going to keep an eye on the second half. I think that's where we're standing right now. Keep it just, just yeah, you're like, all right, this is this is getting out of hand. Let's just just get get to the locker room, reset, uh, figure out what uh, what is going on there. Uh, some news though, also coming out today. We we mentioned we've talked about all these trends in the NFL, especially in the preseason, and we'll continue to talk about that as it relates to some of the uh, the preseason week two games coming up later today with uh, with unders off to an incredible start. Uh, but one of the games last night where we did see not only uh, the the steam go to the Chiefs, rightly so, at least in the first half. Uh, but also uh, an injury coming out of last night, one that uh, will make people still, I know we're down to three preseason games, Scott, but people are still going to after this say like, all right, do we really need even three? Is, is three necessary? Uh, that's because Clyde Edwards, Hilaire suffers an ankle sprain last night. This from Mario Palato on Twitter and uh, saying the reports of spraining the inside of his ankle uh, is, is uh, somewhat concerning to the team. So they're going to uh, look more into this, figure out what an actual timeline is, but sounds like at least from the initial report going to be missing for sure the rest of the preseason season likely a couple of weeks here we don't know exactly what the timeline will be obviously we're, we're just over two weeks from the start of, uh, of week one but certainly if, if you're a this is certainly big implications in fantasy but and, and for rushing props and all that but definitely for Chiefs backers not going to like having a guy like Clyde Edwards Hilaire Scott uh, at least at least uh, for sure somewhat uh, less than 100 percent going into the start of the year yeah, it's definitely concerning. Andy Reid, after the game last night, did not sound concerned. He actually said it doesn't look like it's a high ankle sprain, but uh, you mentioned the tweet from Pro Football Focus there saying about um, what the concern is for the inside of the ankle being sprained. So if CEH does miss extended time here, I wonder if the Chiefs look to add a running back. Uh, and could someone like a Todd Gurley be someone that they're interested, just sitting out there right now and, as a free agent, uh, you know, some a name like that. This is a team that, you know, in the past has brought on a guy like Le'Veon Bell and mm-hmm. has been known to add running backs like LaShawn McCoy, who was familiar with Andy Reid. And so maybe looking towards the free agent market to bring in somebody like a Todd Gurley is something that they explore should CEH be out for an extended period of time. And you never want to see that. You don't want to see injuries, especially to star players. This is a guy who was expected to have a very big role in this offense this year. But if you do think that he's going to miss some time maybe take a look at his under in the rushing props it's probably going to be I think it was around 900 something last time that I saw it maybe you want to sprinkle money on the under if you can still find it on the board I'm sure that most books have taken it off with the news of this injury though yeah I'm, I'm just trying to uh, to look this up as we speak right now and I'm still seeing it it's on the board of DraftKings Scott so you can go ahead and play this if you want 900 and a half Minus 115 juice on both sides. So, uh, again, this is, you know, where it, it pays to pay attention as a sports better. Now, obviously, look, maybe he misses week one. He could still come back, could easily go over that. It's not like you're all of a sudden just guaranteeing yourself a win on this. But I, it, with it being available, and we've seen how historically books are, are very, very quick to react to injury news like this, still up there right now, at least at one book at, uh, at DraftKings. I would assume a lot of the other East Coast books still Scott, uh, have this. So 900 and a half. Minus 115 each way. Still some uh, concern now as Clyde Edwards-Elair suffers what sounds like an ankle sprain uh, from last night's preseason game. This is Betting Across America as we welcome you back in. Hour number two continuing with Scott Seidenberg. I'm Ben Wilson. Just talking about the uh, the injury news coming out of last night's game in the preseason. Clyde Edwards-Elair suffers an apparent uh, ankle sprain and uh, could potentially miss the start of the regular season. We really don't know much about that other than there is some concern from uh, from within the Chiefs now. But his total se- season 
decent prop there, Scott, as you, you alluded to, and it's still on the board, 900 and a half uh, juiced both ways. I mean, it's still it's hard to, to say, like, all right, just blindly play that because, again, we don't know the timeline. But still interesting, given how a lot of times books will take these down with any sort of injury news coming out from a season-long standpoint. You still can't bet on this right now if you want to. Yeah, and but this is where you have to kind of keep an eye on the injury. If you think it's going to be a four-week injury, well, now you're talking about missing multiple regular season games. That is something that I would look at towards the under. If you expect it just to be a two-week injury and maybe he misses week one of the regular season, uh, that's something that obviously with the extra game this year, it could certainly he can have over 900 yards. Uh, also, you know, this is a Chiefs team that is obviously really reliant on the passing game more so than the running game and especially a guy like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire who is so good out of the backfield catching the football uh, more involved in the passing game than the running game. 900 is such a low number for an elite running back like him but in this offense it's a good number because of how much he is involved in the passing game. So to bet this under blindly right now it, it really is just a matter of which medical report you're going to see released on Twitter and right. whose opinions do you value in terms of the uh, injury prognosis. At least as far as the depth chart right now for the Chiefs, you mentioned too, Scott, will they look to sign somebody? And you think about it, it's it's uh, not exactly the deepest running back room that the Chiefs have. Daryl Williams, Jarek McKinnon, Darwin Thompson behind him. Who, who knows? Maybe the Bears cut uh, Damian Williams after he fumbles earlier today. Get a, get a, uh, get a, a, a renewal there of, uh, of him being with Andy Reid in Kansas City. Doubt that is, uh, is super likely to happen. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's something to keep, uh, keep an eye on for sure as we go through the rest of the preseason in the lead up to week one and a big game for the Chiefs in week one taking on the Browns it's been a line set at about six and a half but if there's a game where you need a you need a full slate especially starting off the year that I mean that, that's going to be a game I know that's a, that's a, a large line relatively speaking but that certainly will be one of the more anticipated games uh, Scott in week one yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of people that are high on the Browns this year. A lot of people think that this is going to be a team that is not only going to compete for the AFC North title, but also compete through the playoffs and have a legit chance to to make a deep run. Um, I'm not as sold on the Browns a, as other people are. Maybe I'm just not the biggest Baker Mayfield fan. Uh, I know the the sexy weapons that they have uh, on uh, on that offense, but uh, I still think that even without uh, CE the Chiefs should be able to handle them in week one. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I love Cleveland. It, it does concern me a little bit. I know what we mentioned earlier talking about the Packers and all the love on the futures. I always get a little bit concerned when a team I really like, all of a sudden the whole world is on them, and that seems to be the, the general thought with Cleveland. I, I love this team, and it, it's partly too because when you have the best offensive line in football, it, it, it allows, even with a quarterback like Baker Mayfield, for some of his issues, it allows the guys like that to look a lot better along with such a good ground game. And I'm a big, I think Kevin Stefanski proved, and it's, it's going to continue to prove itself. Mm-hmm. He's a legitimate a top 10 coach this year. So, look, combined with that, the fact that on uh, the strength of schedule metrics, they have the second easiest in the NFL based on preseason win totals. A lot of, and a lot of good metrics as well on that and, and how the schedule kind of breaks down for them. So, might be a tough slog in week one, but I, I'm, I am very high for sure. Uh, on this Browns team. Speaking of, uh, by the way, 28 nothing now in Chicago. Man, another three and out for Dalton and Co. So this, uh, we don't need to, <laughs> we don't need to keep belaboring the point. But I mean, my goodness. This is ridiculous. Mitch Trubisky throws another touchdown pass uh, they, to Matt Breed. Actually, they, they called him down at the one. Another uh, touchdown for their fullback, Gilliam. So 28 nothing, and, and now the Bears fans are going to say the season's over, right, Scott? That's how this works. <laughs> Haven't even seen Fields yet. 
It's the preseason. You haven't even seen Justin Fields. <laughs> he will eventually be your quarterback this year. Um, obviously, the Bills uh, taking this game a little more seriously with uh, the Mitch Trubisky revenge angle. Um, and Mitch Trubisky, he has proven he might not be an elite one, but he is a starter in this league. And he's out here trying to show other teams, not just the Bills, that he can be a starter. Because, look, Josh Allen's the guy in Buffalo. But Mitch Trubisky wants to be a starter in the NFL, and he's going out here and he's fighting for his career, which is what you like to see from a guy. Andy Dalton, meanwhile, is kind of cemented into this starting role for the Bears. Not much to gain here in this performance. Uh, I think he understands the situation that he's going to eventually give way to Justin Fields as the quarterback. So I always like to look at the motivation factor when Mm -hmm. it comes to preseason as well. I like to bet on teams that have quarterback battles because I expect both quarterbacks to go out there and fight um and you know here the the trubisky angle versus the dalton angle yeah the trubisky angle just wins out when it comes to the pregame option but this is where you know like i said the second half is going to be really interesting here buffalo is going to kind of put it into cruise control and see what their third and fourth stringers are going to look like meanwhile uh, justin fields is going to be out here trying to ball so that's yep. where i like uh, there certainly baked into the line a little bit you're seeing 21 and a half to uh, to buffalo i think i think the bookmakers know that the algorithm has already kind of uh, bake that in, but I'm, I'm with you. Like You have to think this will be uh, more competitive going forward. And part of it, too, what's interesting, we've seen this crazy trend of the unders. This thing got bet down as low as 36 and a half at Circa, and it might go over in the first half, a live total of 50 and a half, so that's the other one, too. Like, you can't just be blindly betting these trends, as we all as we all know, Scott, but sometimes, look, reminding people of that is uh, sometimes uh, a good thing, so we'll see how the rest of that uh, that game plays out, man. What a, what a half, though, for Mitch Trubisky uh, and the Bills. Just checking in on some other uh, some other action, and I want to stay in, in Chicago because we do have another first pitch on in the Major League Baseball slate, and certainly I, I, can't, I can't neglect not getting your thoughts, Scott, because you've been spot on here on the first two games that have started so far. Yankees up early, one nothing into the fourth inning. Uh, you're, you're, uh, you're basically three outs away from cashing your first five run line bet there on the Yankees against the Twins, and the Rays up 4-1. That has already gone over the first five of four and a half, which you liked uh, there. Bottom of the fourth, Rays four, White Sox one. Uh, but the Royals and Cubs, two teams, I don't, I don't know if this is going to set any handle records for, uh, for single games, but they get underway on the south side in about eight minutes. That's a 2-20 East start with Keegan Thompson going up against Chris Bubic. And it was interesting to, to see how this was basically a pick em, little money to the Cubs uh, coming in from last night set at minus a buck. 20 you see on your screen there. Dollar 30, the latest line at MGM with nine and a half on the total. Hard to believe at this point, Scott, that you see the Cubs are favored in any setting. I know that definitely speaks to the struggles <laughs> of, of Bubich and the Royals. Anything anything worth looking at here with a Cubs team that uh, out of, really out of nowhere did at least take a couple games in that last series against the Reds? Yeah, uh, could look towards the total here. Um, according, you know, look taking a look online, the wind is blowing out the center fields at about 14 miles per hour there at Wrigley. So something that you always want to consider when you're looking at uh, betting the Cubs or, or betting a game at Wrigley is the direction of the wind and the strength of the wind. So the wind is blowing out to center field. Maybe we see a couple of uh, home runs that, uh, you know, are aided by that wind. Nine and a half is high, though, and uh, it's two offenses and it's two teams that I don't 
don't trust. Uh, I don't like really anything in this game. The over would be the only thing that I would kind of lean towards, but th- these are two teams I don't trust, two pitchers that I don't really know much about. Thompson's like an opener, reliever, and, and he's been he's been good, doesn't really allow runs, but he, he's only going to go about an inning and a third or, or two innings. So, um, th- yeah, this is a stay-away game for me. doesn't really jump off the page. And and that uh, the bullpen, too, for the Cubs has been rough. I think, if anything, you might look to see for maybe a slow start. You get a couple good innings out of Thompson. Maybe the first time through the order for Bubich is, is potentially solid, and you could maybe get in on, on an in-game over. But, again, it's like so many games on the card, this is not one that, uh, that I'd really want to play. I just found it interesting just uh, having the pregame on right now here in studio, Scott. Uh, they were mentioning how Bubich, with his changeup on, when he's, when he's throwing changeups in the zone, He's giving up like a 435 opponent average with a ton of home runs. And with his changeup out of the zone, when he's able to locate it uh, away and get chases, it's like a .067 opponent average. So I know that's a, I know you don't go like usually that deep with, with the deep dive individual pitches and everything. But on a day like that at Wrigley, wind blowing out, guy who gives up a 430 opponent average of changeups <laughs> in the zone, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, that, that's, that's, the, that's just the Chris Bubich ankle. So um, that, yeah. might, that could be possibly a, a, a case to be made there. Yeah, it looks like it's interesting. You know, obviously, like I said, you know, wind blowing out with a guy that tends to give up a lot of runs. Uh, and speaking of runs with the other team in Chicago, Rays are now up five to one in the bottom of the fourth inning. So uh, the over in the first five hits, regardless of the number that you got for nice. five. So congratulations uh, to anybody who, uh, you know, tailed that pick uh, as well. But look, Dallas Keuchel now through three and a third innings has given up five runs on seven hits. He's not long for this game and he might not be long for this rotation because he is an absolute liability and there is no way that Tony La Russa can trust this guy in, in a postseason situation. So uh, we'll see what the future holds for Dallas Keuchel, but not looking good here in a potential playoff preview between the Rays and the White Sox. Yeah, it was a Joey Wendell with the infield drawn in, pokes a base hit up the middle. I, I know the White Sox are basically set as far as winning the AL Central. Odds reflect that. They're minus 20,000 to uh, to win the division. Massive lead over... <laughs> it's it. It's, it is it. Uh, believe it or not, over, over the Indians who, uh, who are obviously massive underdogs to, to challenge them. But I, I do have a lot of concerns about them, uh, Scott, going forward once you get into the playoffs. I know that the top uh, part of the rotation at least looks good for now. I mean, you could argue Lance Lynn having a career season will he struggle in a big playoff uh, play you know playoff situation as well and what sort of health are you getting out of Carlos Rodon once once he comes back along with some of the issues we've seen in the back end of the bullpen with trying to figure out Craig Kimbrell Liam, Liam Hendricks that dynamic so I, I don't know for a team that is the second betting favorite behind only the Astros that's that, like Scott for as, as as good as they've been on paper as good of a bet as they've been on in the regular season I know they've got the experienced manager in Tony Larusa but I just it's it's hard for me to really believe in the White Sox once we get to October I don't know if you feel the same way yeah, I, I think both the Rays and the Yankees have advantages over them. So uh, if it comes down to matching up with one of these American League East teams, uh, I would actually go that way. I would bet the Yankees to win the, the the series, and I would bet the Rays to win the series against the White Sox. I think both bullpens uh, have an advantage, um, the, the rotation certainly. And when it comes to this bullpen right now for the White Sox, if they can't figure it out, uh, you know, you hope that they can because the names are certainly there 
there. The arms are certainly there, but uh, they're going to be in trouble. I mean, that series against the Yankees was really a, a telling series. They could have gotten swept if uh, they don't win that walk-off in the Field of Dreams game, and it was the bullpens. Really, both bullpens for both teams. You know, the Yankees have had their struggles in the ninth inning as well, but the bullpens really just could not get the job done. We saw late runs in all three of those games, so certainly uh, yeah, reason to be concerned for the White Sox. Yeah, uh, they, were, they were bailed out by the corn in game one of that series, and uh, yeah, you're right, nearly nearly were Well, they slapped. were bailed out by the juiced baseballs in a Major League Baseball game that they wanted the fans to enjoy. So. Uh, of course. Hey, look, a great, great viewing experience, nice, warm, fuzzy. If you were betting, maybe you felt a little stung. I don't know if, you, if I get that sense of you, Scott. But, <laughs> no, no, not stung. I, I, I think it was a joyous occasion because the joyous over occasion. was basically free. Because uh, yeah, yeah. I think the anticipation was that this was going to be one of those games. You know, it's I, this is something it's look, it, it, conspiracy theory, whatever you want to say. But in these novelty games, I always like the overs because fans enjoy watching runs and fans enjoy watching home runs. And when what better way to sell a Major League Baseball game than in a novelty game that's going to be broadcast on nationally national television? Uh, it's going to be the highest broadcast game in, what, 16 years, they said, the ratings were for that Field of Dreams yeah. game? You you want runs. You don't want to see a one nothing performance. That's boring for the fans. So there was going to be runs in that game. Uh, uh, you know, it's like when the Yankees played the Red Sox in London, you, there's going to be runs in all of those games. Uh, there's going to be runs in these novelty games in Major League Baseball. Well, I, I, it's not like we're going to see a playoff game at, uh, at the cornfield. I mean, that would be uh, that might get that would be a little too far. But no, like for a one off middle of the year, no, no issues with it. Uh, and it more just. Yeah, it looks, you yeah. Have, and I'm it. telling you, you got the you got the Little League Baseball. World, the Little League, Little League World Series right. game coming up uh, soon, or coming up tomorrow, I believe, and that's between the Angels and who are the Angels playing. The Angels are playing that game against the Indians, right? Uh, that's going to be played at Williamsport. I would go yeah. over in that game. Uh, I will see once uh, once once the line comes out for that. That is going to be uh, interesting. Just the the, you know, the angle you're talking about. Don't see obviously with them having not played yet. Uh, no lines out yet for uh, for tomorrow's games. But now uh, good. It's, it'll be a good angle to uh, to follow. Uh, if anything, Field of Dreams game is just highlighting uh, some of the the bullpen issues though going on right now for both the White Sox mm-hmm. uh, and the Yankees. Mentioned too, just uh, about to start in a couple minutes here. Chris Bubich going on uh, on the bump for the Royals uh, against Keegan Thompson for the Cubs. So the Cubs going to close here about a minus thirty favorite plus 110 on the other side and nine and a half is your total there we'll uh, we'll look ahead a little bit later in the hour some of your favorite games of scott here for the rest of the slate because there's st- there are still a lot uh we can get to but i will just point out quickly finally andy dalton and the bears uh, strike strike uh, gold here as they go up top 73 yard touchdown pass to rodney adams and this thing look this is this is probably going to go over in the first half bears have the ball back and they're driving <laughs> so at least if you're a bears fan you finally see something good out of Andy Dalton, and if you if you bet the under, I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you should have tried your luck at the in, in the other you know 17 of the 20 games because this is this has not been the not been the game for you as an under bet under better unfortunately. Does it make you now want to take the under in the Packers Jets though? <laughs> because looking at how many unders have hit. If this one goes over, do you think the next one goes under? Well, it, it's interesting too because I mean, we we try to make the case and you know, betting trends blindly, like it's not really a, a profitable thing. Even like even though the numbers will tell you, oh yeah, eighty five percent, sure, but those are all in the past. It's not about what's happening in the future. <laughs> uh, so I, I was kind of curious too, you know, thirty one and a half. I mean, we're talking about some so some low. serious low numbers here. 
Kurt Benkert, I mean, could he could he deliver you some points? Uh, I mean, he might also deliver points to the other team, Scott. That's the other part of it, too. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so 28 to 6 now. Bills uh, in that game, by the way. Bears have the ball back and driving. 55 and a half is your live total there at uh, Soldier Field. 14 and a half. Uh, the live line. Bills laying again. We're still going to see Justin Fields, likely for most of the second half. When we return, still a lot to get to around Major League Baseball. We'll get some college football future thoughts before we go off the year with Scott and talk some more NFL preseason. That is all on the other side as we continue right here on Betting Across America. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. Like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to the, Not the Big East tournament? They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a, is, a, is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you <laughs> telling me? The whole time. 
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. With football season just around the corner, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We're back. It is betting across America here on a Saturday. A whole lot going on as I'm joined by Scott Seidenberg from the East Coast. Ben Wilson with you here in Las Vegas at our South Point Sportsbook Studios. Scott, we haven't uh, updated the golf in a while, the Northern Trust. And we we, we talked about it earlier on the pregame show. There are going to be a lot of birdies, a lot of low scores today, and we are seeing that new leader as we speak right now, Cam Smith, who just had a very makeable birdie putt at 15, as we have that on in the studio here at the South Point, leaves it short, but he is nine under par through 15 holes today, 14 under for the tournament. He has moved to a two-shot leader over Corey Connors, who went low, fired a nine under 62 earlier today. Tied with him, Keith Mitchell, John Rahm, and Tony Finau. Rahm just underway and just stuck his shot at the par three, fourth hole to about uh, 15 feet. So uh, the birdies are, uh, are flying, uh, Scott. And uh, Smith, now your second betting favorite, plus 650, John Rahm at, uh, at two to one. And this, look, this was an easy handicap, just saying birdies will be made. It's a course that Dustin Johnson <laughs> tore up last year on his way to a victory. But uh, we're, we're now seeing it play out and kind of how you thought, uh, you thought, Scott, it would be a lot of guys in contention right at the top of the leaderboard for sure. Yeah, and Bryson, not one of them. Uh, two of them. over Bryson uh, through his round. And yeah, he's a guy, it's it's so baffling because you look at the scorecards, right? And you can see him put up birdie after birdie after birdie and look great. But then he has these blow-up holes because of, of the way that he approaches some of these uh, courses, the way that he approaches some of these holes. He's right. going to find himself, you know, hitting from the rough a lot and then trying to cut the angles. And so he is always prone to bogeys and double bogeys. It's part of the reason why he's so attractive to the generic golf fan because he reminds us of us, right? <laughs> Shooting these scores. Uh, I was hoping that he would be able to convert the birdies like he did on Thursday and yesterday today. Uh, not so much though. He's two over on his rounds. Yeah, he's still, as far as the overall FedEx Cup playoffs, he is still going to be well within the cut line. Again, it's the top 70. They cut it down from 125. DeShambo is seventh coming in, so he would only fall to to, to 14th, even with, uh, with falling out here. And uh, really, he He's so far, Scott, second worst score on the course today. Only Brian Harmon, who's five over, uh, doing worse uh, than than Bryson DeChambeau today. Uh, I mentioned earlier, I know you, uh, you, you I, I appreciated that you put so much trust into me, Scott, our first show working together, and you, you blindly, <laughs> blindly tailed me on a couple plays. Uh, the, the matchup I'd given out, again, with a number of these guys right around that top 70 cut line for next week, Robert Streb, who was in that, in that boat, 68th coming in, currently 65th. He was at seven under, even for his round today, through seven holes uh, going up against it was uh, Tom Hoagie, who is also even par. So we're tied so far uh, in, the, in that matchup. Scott's nine under, or I should say, uh, even through six holes, nine under for the tournament. Hoagie, who is 108th coming in, he's now 76th. 
gained the most strokes of anybody on the field in putting yesterday and has not made anything so far. So we've got one part of the handicap, right? But that's where matchups can be a fickle beast sometimes when you bet golf. Because you got to handicap both parts right. And we'll, uh, we'll see what happens there. But a lot of, not only the top of the leaderboard as we're talking about, but these guys are right around the top 70. That is also going to be very interesting uh, to watch too here down the stretch. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I'll, I'm going to keep an eye on that because, yes, I did blindly tell you on that one. Uh, ho- hopefully you blindly tailed me on the Major League Baseball because uh, uh, we're closing in on uh, another win. Hopefully Garrett Cole can get out of this top of the fifth inning. Uh, Yankees do have the cushion, though, in the bottom of the fifth if they do uh, give up a run here. But if Cole can get out of this top of the fifth inning, the Yankees' first five minus a half will cash. Uh, speaking of that over, which was the lean in the mm-hmm. Cubs game, I, I said I had no play on that Cubs game, but I would lean towards the over. Uh, one nothing Royals still batting in the top of the first inning, so good sign for that over. Yeah, and it's a situation you're not going to see much the rest of the year. The Cubs as a favorite, and uh, if you were if you were brave <laughs> enough to back Chris Bubich in his over five ERA, uh, I know that he hasn't even taken the mound yet, but. Still, it is uh, it is one nothing, and it's it's a wild pitch thrown by Keegan Thompson to score uh, Whit Merrifield in that game. So one nothing uh, to the Royals. Just looking at uh, the updated live line here, they are they have flipped now to the favorite, about the same price, minus a dollar thirty. Total now up to ten and a half. As Scott mentioned, wind blowing out uh, there today, and and the Bills are driving against Scott, so they're in field goal range at the very least. This thing is going to go over <laughs> in the first half. So all the anger for overbetters in the preseason about to. Go away. So there, there's that. At least. I know. I know you're, uh, you're 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 excited to see at least some uh, some you know some positive signs for the Bears as we'll we'll take a look. Really, I'll, I'll be you're curious to see the second half line uh, after halftime, which we'll get to here in a couple minutes. We'll get your thoughts on that in a moment. Still want to get some uh, college football futures thoughts as well. We're going to talk about that on the other side as we continue a week away from the start of the college football season. As we'll talk about that more here on Betting Across America. The new episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod zeroes in on Del Mar and Saratoga this week. Millie Ball, Yankteen of XBTV, previews today's million-dollar Pacific Classic. Luis Saez will talk his race, his rise to the top of the jockey standings at Saratoga. And Chris Andrews, who we just had on earlier here on the pregame show, Chris Andrews from the South Point, handicaps the races at both tracks. You can subscribe at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher, or download it now at vcin.com slash podcast. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod is sponsored by first bets. We're back. It is betting across America. A couple segments still with you on this Saturday. We've got Scott Steinberg with us on the East Coast. Who, I, Scott, with all these birdies made, I think you're, you might be jumping uh, and after we're off the air, going down to the Northern Trust there in, uh, in Jersey City, checking out some of the golf because Rom added another birdie. He's back to within one of Cam Smith. It is it is Birdie City. They'll just rename that from, from Jersey City. I don't, I don't know how that would fly over with the locals there, but I don't know. A lot, lot going on. Uh, possibly, possibly, okay. could could right. could be. Uh, by the way, you and you're also in the middle of just a true sweat right now. It, it's not really a show, Scott, without you know one of us having to go through an extreme sweat. And uh, Garrett Cole though just got a massive strikeout. You've got the Yankees' first five run line at uh, minus one seventy, laying the half run. Bases loaded, nobody or with one out, I should say, and Cole gets a huge strikeout. 
Sec for the second out, Josh Donaldson now is uh, at the plate and fouls off the first pitch. So it's Scott, just hold your horses, stay patient. We're gonna get through it. You got you got Garrett Cole. All right, look, you got Garrett Cole on the mound against Josh Donaldson. I I do like your chances. I'll say that uh, Yankees up one nothing here in the top of the fifth. Yep, man. White Sox uh, raised that first five total. Just uh, listen, that's approaching the game total right now. The first five total is four and a half to five, depending on where you looked. Uh, this was a complete fade of both starting pitchers, but really Dallas Keuchel has been the guy that has been the bigger fade. Uh, he's still in the game. Four and two thirds innings. He's allowed six runs on nine hits. He's walked two batters. The Rays are up six to one in the bottom of the fifth inning. This was a game total pregame that was about nine to nine and a half. Mm -hmm. It was four and a half to five on the first five. The first five over has come in. The game total looks like it's going to come in barring some, uh, you know, some, some really no, you know, no scoring innings here. It's six to one. And then the Royals are still batting here in the top of the first inning. Uh, that's something that we're absolutely going to keep an eye on. I, I was, you know, too timid to pull the trigger on the over uh, mm -hmm. or any play in that Cubs game, but the lean was the over nine and a half with uh, both of these starting pitchers or pitchers. I don't want to call them starters. Let's just call them openers or whatever. Uh, and then the total with the wind uh, right now, Royals are threatening here in the top of the first 27 pitches already for Keegan Thompson, who, as you point out more of an opener, he's not, he's not going to go that deep more just of a, of a reliever bullpen game today. Second and third, two outs in a uh, two, two count, make it three and two the count now. So yeah, certainly laboring and the earlier you get into that Cubs bullpen, uh, the better, at least uh, as, as a better, if you want, wanted the over, if you, if you were on the Royals as a short, Underdog today, betting suspended right now on the side. Total 10 and a half, juice to minus 130. And uh, Cole gets out of it. So, Scott, while you big, big, yeah, take your big, big, deep sigh. Yes, you earned it. Uh, Yankees' first five bet does come home, whether you uh, whether you laid a steep price on them, money line, or like Scott, uh, got a slightly better price on the on the run line. Uh, that comes home. So one nothing Yankees as we go to the bottom of the fifth there. And it was Emmanuel Margot double. Keuchel still out there, uh, just trying to eat innings at this point for Tony La Russa. He, he has gotten through five innings at this point, but it is 6-1 to the Rays of that live total. Uh, now all the way up, actually suspended at the moment. The last live total we saw, uh, 10 and a half. Again, as Scott mentioned, though, pregame total of nine. And uh, they are kicking a field goal at the end of the first half after Andy Dalton throws a pick. I looked up, it was just like, Andy, Andy, Andy. Interception to uh, end the half. Allows a big run back. Bills get it into field goal range. And they get a field goal to make it 34-6. No matter what number you bet, this thing has already gone over for the full game in the first half. 34-6, Bills as a four-point underdog. We will see Justin Fields in the second half. We will wait, Scott, to see the halftime line. But man, oh man, what a, what a, what a way to go against the, the trends of the unders if you were brave enough to take an over here. Yeah, uh, and I wasn't. Uh, I was. I didn't even take the under. I didn't. I didn't take anything in this game. But I think the play now is to certainly look at the second half and to look for Justin Fields to lead this Bears offense and score some points and have success against the backups. And it's interesting to see. You know, we heard about Matt Nagy before the game talking about how much he was going to play Andy Dalton, and what he said was about a quarter to a quarter and a half, depending on how the game was going. Well, with them getting blown out, I thought the game 
game was going to be going in the direction of let's now bring in Justin Fields. But instead, he sticks with Dalton for the entire first half. And now we'll see Justin Fields come in in the second half. So interesting to see the way that they have played it. And um, yeah, I guess he's trying to use it as a dress rehearsal. Well, not a good one for this Bears not, offense. No, not a good one. Well, and to your point, it, it became pretty obvious after three, really uh, four vanilla drives, three, three and outs and a fumble lost by the Bears offense. You could tell uh, Matt Nagy just with a play calling started to say, all right, enough of this. Let's just air it out and see what happens because Dalton throws a 73-yard touchdown pass. Then on the next series looking for more, I should say the final series of the half gets picked. So Dalton will end up 11 of 17, 146 yards, one touchdown, one interception, couple of sacks. Meanwhile, Mitch Trubisky, 20 of 28 for 220 uh, and a touchdown. Those are, those are not preseason numbers that you see for anybody normally, but uh, Mitch Trubisky in his revenge spot, very solid. I, I am seeing a number now, by the way, Scott. It is either four and a half juiced to the, I should say four to the Bears, juiced, that's at circuit, or four and a half pretty much market-wide. So you're getting the Bears plus 23 and a half for the game. Total of 17 and a half, so that would be 57 and a half. I'd have to think, as we talked about, I mean, the strategy here would be bears or nothing for the second half. I'd have to think, and already we've seen Circa move from four to four and a half. If any money, it's going to be coming in on Chicago, right, for uh, for the second half? Yeah. It's got to be. You're betting on Justin Fields to lead this offense to score uh, at least one or two touchdowns. And I can see it being a low-scoring second half. Uh, I don't think we're going to get, you know, a, a shootout here in the second half. But something around the, uh, you know, maybe 14-7, uh, 10-7 type of half for the Bears. Well, keep in mind, we're about to see Davis Webb and uh, maybe Jake Fromm on the on the Bills side. So that's part of the handicap uh, as well. Uh, by the way, quick update in the golf. Uh, Cam Smith, another birdie. And I, I bring this up just because... Is he now, Scott, is in position. If he goes birdie, birdie, 17, 18, he could shoot uh, a 59, which, you know, for the, the layman among us, uh, some, 59 is not out of, out of question for a, a nine-hole round. Uh, but Cam Smith, two-shot lead again over John Rahm, and we, we'd seen Rahm go down to uh, a plus a plus 190 favorite live to win this tournament. Rahm now plus 180, Smith five to one. But what a round he's, uh, he's put together, two-shot lead here on, uh, on John Rahm. Yeah, he's been excellent. Ten under on the day, it's just unheard of. It's just, yeah. I mean, when he gets when Cam Smith gets hot with a putter, it's like, all right, all bets are off because this guy, the, the Aussie, can putt. Uh, that is for sure. We'll see what Rom can do if he can erase that deficit. More holes to uh, to do it with. He's only on his sixth hole now for the day in round number three. Well, as promised, we will. I promise, we will get to Scott's uh, futures plays in college football. Just so much happening. That's what usually happens on betting across America. We'll talk about all of that with Scott when we return our final segment coming your way next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you, because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my day. day. summer heats up, so does the sports betting action at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VEASAN1000 and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Place your bets on all the exciting showdowns in MLB, MLS and more sports from around the globe. And when you register with BetMGM, you'll also get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props and daily boosted odds specials. From breathtaking goals to colossal home runs, the king of sportsbooks takes every play to a new level of excitement. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VEASAN1000 to get back up to $1,000 on your very first wager. New customer offer, paid and free bets, eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back in. It's our final segment here on what's been a very fun, action-packed betting across America. Back with Scott Steinberg joining us from the East Coast. I'm Ben Wilson. Again, you can follow him at Scott's On Air. Thanks as well to Jason Kahn, our producer, and the whole team behind the glass here at our South Point Sportsbook in Las Vegas. Scott, I know we've been we've been putting it off, but so much has been happening. We at the at the end of the day, we're still a week away now from the start of the college football season, week zero, which will have five games. All next week, then we'll get into week one, which starts on the following Thursday, September the 2nd. 
And uh, I know for you, you're really excited about this time of year, gearing up, making futures. And as we, we talked about a little bit as far as NFL betting, while there is a lot of value that has been kind of squeezed out of the market with a lot of early moves, there still is time to get in on some of the action. And from a futures perspective, I know uh, there are some things you like that uh, I think would still be intriguing uh, to better. So as we sit here a week from the start of the year, uh, what sort of plays are, are you already in on? And, and what sort of what uh, teams are, are giving you good vibes and, uh, and others that maybe you're, you're having some question marks? as we get closer and closer to, to things kicking off in 2021. Well, I think anybody that has watched me on VSIN over the over this summer knows uh, how in love I am with this Oklahoma Sooners team. Uh, you know, I think they, they deserve to be the preseason number one. Uh, happy to see where they are at number two, but I, I think this team is the best team in college football, and it's going to be the best uh, de- defense that we've seen out of Oklahoma in quite some time. Uh, there's a reason why Spencer Rattler is the Heisman favorite. This offense is going to put up, you know, 500 yards a game. They're going to score points. They have a cakewalk of a schedule. In the Big 12, uh, the one scary game could be after they play Iowa State in Norman, they have to travel then on the road to play Bedlam uh, in Stillwater. So that rivalry game against Oklahoma State on the road coming a week after you had just, in my opinion, beaten Iowa State. And it's also a week before the Big 12 title game. That could be a dangerous spot for them. But I think Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma to win the Big 12 is my biggest future right now. Oklahoma to win the national championship is another future that I have played as well, because I think this team is in my opinion, as close to a lock as you can get to win their conference. And good enough that when they get to the college football playoff can compete with the likes of a Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, or Georgia, depending on uh, who's going to get there. Speaking of Georgia in the SEC, that is also one of my future bets as well. Over 10 and a half wins for the Georgia Bulldogs. And I, I'm, I already played them plus three and a half against Clemson in that week one matchup. I think it's a very winnable game for Georgia. This is a team that finished number one against the run last year, allowed just 320 21 yards and 20 points per game overall. The defense is going to be just as good as they were last year, if not better. They outrushed opponents by over 100 yards per game. And in the four games that JT Daniels started last year, he threw for 1,231 yards and 10 touchdowns. Georgia brings back their top three wide receivers from last year. George Pickens could come back late in the season, kind of like Jalen Waddell did for Alabama and have a late impact when it comes to the SEC title game and then the college football playoff should Georgia get there. This is, in my opinion, Georgia's best chance to get to the college football playoff because I look at the SEC East. I look at their schedule. There's no crossover games against uh, LSU or Texas A&M or Alabama. To me, they're going to win the East. They're going to match up with Alabama in the SEC title game with a very good possibility if they get past Clemson in this week one game to be undefeated going into that SEC title game and then win or lose, have a chance to get into the college football playoff. So those are three plays. Yeah, those are three plays that I'm very high on this year. And it's kind of into the greater picture now, two of the, of these top teams. And as we know, with the AP ranking coming out, it's like, it is very, very difficult to actually be a, in the college football playoff, let alone actually win the national championship. If you are not in, in that elite uh, tier, that elite top uh, six or so coming into the season, and you look at it right now, Alabama in the plus two and a half to one range, Clemson plus three eighty, Ohio state five and a half to one. You give out to Georgia and Oklahoma who right now, 
Georgia six to one, Oklahoma at plus seven fifty. The one thing I, I wanted to, I, I'm sure, just a, it's a better number, and b, they're not the favorite as far as correlating Oklahoma with Spencer Rattler to win the Heisman because Rattler is six to one right now. Certainly, if you like Oklahoma, there's going to be a correlation there with liking Spencer Rattler. Certainly, with the caveat of you, instead of having to actually win the whole national championship, it's pretty easy. You can you can win a Heisman Trophy as long as you're in the college football playoff. Since that's kind of when the when the voting uh, essentially breaks down too. So is the number at all appealing to you at Rattler, even though he's the favorite and even though it's slightly shorter than what you'd actually have to get uh, at Oklahoma there to, to win the whole thing? Not necessarily for me, because I think Oklahoma has more weapons beyond Spencer Rattler. Uh, Kennedy Brooks back at the running back position. They got the transfer Eric Gray from Tennessee at the running back position as well. So they will run the ball effectively uh, this year. So it's not going to all fall on Spencer Rattler's shoulders. And I do think that there are some other candidates out there that could be worth a sprinkle if you want longer odds to win the Heisman Trophy. Usually on a future like this, I like to look at some longer odds. Um, you know, I, I had played uh, Kyle Trask to win the Heisman Trophy at plus 1500 and through the first eight weeks of the season, I was counting my money and uh, obviously that didn't come home for me. So it was one of those things that, you know, I was so happy right. about for so long and it just didn't happen at the end of the season. It could happen the same way. Spencer Rattler could be the favorite and, and could play his way into, you know, an overwhelming favorite at some point in the season and then get edged out at the end. Uh, so that's why I kind of look for some guys with some longer odds. We talked about it earlier. C.J. Stroud going to be the starter for Ohio State. Uh, he's getting decent odds. Sam Howell at North Carolina has decent odds as well as J.T. Daniels, a guy who I'm very high on, and I like this Georgia Bulldogs team with that schedule this year. J.T. Daniels could be worth a sprinkle as well with his odds. It is funny, too, how we talked at the start of the show how we just had gotten the news today, Ryan Day announcing Stroud, his week one starter for Ohio State against Minnesota. His odds have actually dipped a little bit since then from even though as you pointed out this was expected all the way yep. maybe from the casual perspective fans hearing oh all right I know who Ohio State's quarterback is and I know Ohio State's going to be pretty damn good so let me just go ahead and take a flyer because he's from 14 to 1 down to 12 to 1 now uh, on, on the East wow. Coast and Stroud so he now joins JT Daniels uh, at uh, 12 to 1 Bryce Young at 9 to 1 DJ Ugalele at uh, 7 and a half to 1 and you have Spencer Rattler there at the 6 to 1 so that it's just it's interesting even though like you point out Scott for those in the know, yes, this was probably always going to be the decision, but for some casual betters, that maybe might not have been actually known, and now there's uh, there's some little steam coming on, on Stroud's uh, direction there. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, I, I do like C.J. Stroud. I like this Ohio State team. I mean, they're an SEC team playing in the Big East. They're, they're just phenomenal. They're more talented than anybody that they're going to play against uh, in that conference this year. Sam Howell is an interesting name, and you had mentioned that now it's even there with the odds. Uh, this North Carolina team is going to be very good this year, and I know that they lost a lot of offensive talent in terms of uh, the touchdowns that they lost last year, but they do have have, you know, the running back coming in from Tennessee is going to be very good. They have uh, certainly weapons on the outside and Sam Howell could be the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. That's how good he is at the quarterback position. Plus, you take a look at their schedule. They don't play Clemson until the ACC championship game and their total is about at 10. The most difficult game is going to be at that Ohio, that uh, Notre Dame game, but I think they have a week off going into that performance. North Carolina is a team that could be worth a look 
to win the ACC because I think they're good enough to get to that championship game. And when it comes to them matching up against Clemson, it's just going to be a matter of what the odds are, in your opinion, going to be in that game versus what the odds are that you can get for them right now to win the ACC conference with Clemson being an overwhelming favorite. Right. It's almost just a bet on can they get there because North Carolina 8-1 to one right now. Certainly, yeah, even even with the, the greatest Clemson teams we've seen, you're not going to be an 8-1 to one underdog in a single game. So you're, you're exactly, exactly right uh, as far as that goes. Uh, speaking, by the way, of, of top uh, college, former college quarterbacks, Jake Fromm now into the game for the Buffalo Bills as we're underway. Second half there from Chicago. Again, a lot of the, the steam most of the week was on Chicago and especially into the second half now. Second half line, Chicago minus four and a half. We're going to see Justin Fields. The Bears will, will have the ball second in this half. Bills start with the ball up 34 to six and laying 23 and a half live uh, total. Very high in this game. It already has gone over the original total. 57 and a half right now. Uh, Scott, is so, uh, your current total. You talk about the Mitch Trubisky revenge angle, yeah. right? Who was the quarterback that was chosen to start ahead of Justin Fields at Georgia, forcing mm. Justin Fields to transfer to Ohio State? That would be mm. one, Jake Fromm. The so two of them going up against each other in here. Maybe there's a little bit of a chip on Justin Fields' shoulder. So much revenge going on. Uh, that <laughs> part of the angles that we love here at NFL uh, preseason week two. That, Scott, I appreciate you bringing that up. We've got revenge on both sides. Uh, been been an absolute blast hanging out with you uh, you today, Scott. Uh, thanks so much for uh, for being with us here on the on the East Coast. I will at least for you know I, I tried to give out uh, at least for you. You you were you were so kind to blindly tail me. And we are going to a third set by the way in Cincinnati. Medvedev Rublev ah. split the first two sets. So we had that. Plus 200. Of course, I couldn't bet it because we're in Nevada. But uh, Medvedev 6-2 the first set. Rublev 6-3 in the second set. So don't don't say, don't say I never did anything for you, Scott. We gave we gave out at least <laughs> something positive. Uh, besides that, I've been been great hanging out with you today. Thanks. Yeah, I'm hoping that that golf matchup comes through. So that'll be another winner. And 3-0 on the baseball picks given out on the show. So hope everybody had a very profitable early Saturday. Absolutely. Still a lot more to come, too. And we've got a lot more coverage for you here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Next up, we want to give a warm welcome to Femi Abebefe, who makes his VSIN hosting debut with uh, Wes Reynolds. They've got the Green Zone coming up next down from our Circuit Sports Studios here in Las Vegas. So for Scott Seidenberg and our producer, Jason Kahn, I'm Ben Wilson saying it's so long. This has been another edition of Betting Across America right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. 
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.